For more information, visit futurebased.org. Hello and welcome. My name is Victoria and I am the host of the podcast series on personhood, where we will chat about and explore the concept of self, the I am, the identity that we co-create with and within our environment, and how its growth and form impacts our sense of belonging and connection to each other and to our planet. Let's begin with our very first guest, Phaedra. So, first of all, I would like to know which countries did you grow up in and what ages were you as you moved? So I was born in the Netherlands and I moved to Curacao, which is in the Dutch Caribbean, when I was about two or three years old. And I think we lived there for about a year and then we moved back to Holland and I, I then spent my like the final years of high school in England and then moved back to Holland again, but then just kept going back and forth between Holland and England. So those are the countries I've lived in. Fair um, enough. And your parents, yeah. are they also from multiple countries? Yeah. So we have like an extremely multicultural background. Like my parents are both mixers of mixers. So my mum was born in Curacao, but her parents weren't born in Curacao. So there's already, like, if you go back into our family tree, there's like, nobody's one thing. And it's very difficult to kind of get to this point where you're like, right, so that's what we are. And also because like most people in my family, they might have been born in one place, but then they grew up in a different place. And then they might have had one parent who was mixed already. So there's like a mixture of Surinamese, Chinese, Portuguese, French, Indonesian, German, Scottish, and that's just from like two generations. So like there's <laughs> okay, so many, many mixes. And for example, with like celebrations and holidays, did you did your family like base themselves in any one particular tradition? Or was it really dependent on where you actually lived at the time? No. So what was really interesting for me was each grandparent had their own things. So like our little family at home we just celebrated like seasonal and like kind of like Christian traditions but then my family from my mum's side is Muslim and so they would celebrate their own things in their own way and we could come and visit and we could participate but it wasn't what we did but it was what they did so but it was so yeah so I got to see things in that way and they would cook in like very particular ways like food was such a huge connector for us and like I think growing up very multicultural, like the food is just, you learn so many different kinds of food and different kinds of social forms and around food. And so from my dad's side, my grandpa was from Indonesia. So he would cook like to celebrate little things for himself. But then my grandma was Dutch and German. So she would do her things her way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and what um, about yourself? Would you identify with any like cuisine background particularly or you still mostly have like a mixture of things when it comes to your cooking? So so because I've grown up with so many different so many different backgrounds, it was really difficult for me to actually feel like where I like to see where I fit in because I didn't look like my mum. I didn't look like my dad. Like I was a mixture of the two. But I couldn't say, right, like, oh, I look, you know, like I, I'm like my mum because I am the same color as her or because my mum's like 10 times darker than me and my dad is much whiter than me. So there was so, like 
I already didn't feel like I fit in with my with my parents and then my wider family I also didn't fit like my cousins were blonde <laughs> and <laughs> my other cousins were much more Indian and then like there's <laughs> I always kind of felt like I was this sort of in-between person and so for me growing up in mostly in Holland and then in England as well like I feel like I kind of had this like on the one hand it was like a, it was kind of like a blessing and a curse because on the one hand it made me feel very isolated and very like there was something wrong with me because I didn't belong anywhere and then on the other hand moving through that I actually kind of started to kind of get this fuck it attitude I'm sorry for cursing but kind of this fuck it attitude like you know what maybe I can be a category all onto myself what's wrong with that so yeah I would say I would kind of start to identify more with just me rather than like with the people around me and so my my cuisine I would say is very much like bound to my personal interests and my personal interests are local and seasonal foods so depending on where I am in the world I will seek out local foods and then try to you know like cook within the season so yeah that's kind of my how my food and my cultural things mix yeah that's really cool because it brought you to the now like to the present moment that actually exists and whatever is around you which is quite cool yeah um, yeah but for example when somebody asks you where are you from um the first question people always ask me yeah so what do you do like what do you answer i usually say none of your business <laughs> okay <laughs> but, no i'm joking because it's people such ask a, too it's, often this question so yeah, you have to I, usually prepare an answer so i'm wondering what's your answer yeah. so usually i will tell them i'm from holland and then they'll be like no but where are you really from and that's kind of and that's why the fuck it comes in there is because it kind of the question in itself the way I experienced it growing up was kind of a confirmation of me not fitting in and not being like no but where are you really from like you can't be from here you're not one of us so that kind of you know I grew up being bullied because I was the only like colored kid in my school so like it had loads of like it has loads of deeply rooted connotations for me to be asked that question because it was always asked in a specific way. And I actually fairly recently was asked the question again, like, where do you, where do you come from? And like specifically with the sense of like, where do you belong? Like, where do you feel like you belong? And I do feel like I am Dutch. So like I I spend most of my time in Holland. So I would say like, I identify as a Dutch person. And even though I've also spent a lot of time in England, I'm always the Dutch girl in England so even though yeah no yeah I'm definitely the Dutch girl in England because I'm super rude to them because I have Dutch mannerisms <laughs> which yeah, apparently are very politeness. <laughs> yeah and did you ever feel where did you find yourself to force an identity do you ever feel like you had to force an identity truly and honestly do you feel like any one country really like you just formulated this answer yeah yeah so I actually feel that this idea of of like identity that we base it on so many like external things and so for me like saying I'm from Holland is kind of like the easy answer but it's kind of like 
how do you identify and then like well that depends on the day you know like <laughs> yeah <laughs> really depends on the situation and I feel like that even the word like belonging like it has such a kind of I actually looked up like all the various like definitions of the words and because as a bilingual person as well like I look at I like looking at the Dutch and the English definitions of words because Dutch and English are actually quite like connected and the word belonging and belongen, which in Dutch also means like concern, like like the things that you relate to and the things that you care about, maybe care about. Yeah. So I feel like if you t if you think of yourself in terms of what do I relate to, I don't relate to anything Dutch, uh, maybe except like a, a like a very practical mindset. Like that's possibly the only Dutch thing that. I really relate to oh and I and I really enjoy shitty weather like oh. the, mistier, <laughs> the mistier the wetter the happier I get <laughs> but the, I don't think that's a yeah so that's I think yeah that's so those unlike are the uh, most Dutch people complain about the weather so I don't know <laughs> yeah 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 exactly so yeah for me that's kind of what I relate to and I feel it's so funny though because that whole sense of belonging it's like what yeah it kind of negates it negates your individuality I feel in a sense of you always have to be part of something and sometimes like you have even in the animal kingdom you have animals that they just can't classify like they they can't even tell if they're animal or plant or fungi or you know and like I think these like you have these like slime molds that they just can't place them anywhere so they're like well what do we do with them but they still exist so and I feel like it's such a human quality to want to classify things and group things together so they make more sense and I think that our understanding of of the world is so based on classification and the sense of like nationality like even the whole notion of nationality like the fact that we have borders between countries whereas within a country you already have just little tribes you know like it's already yeah individuated or separated yeah exactly like the whole notion that you have to have a specific country is just kind of weird to me and like yeah and I think that whole sort of the question of where do you come from it's always about yeah like I say it's about this external thing rather than what, what are your you, values what would you say when people ask most of the time like the ordinary asking of where are you from what do you what would you think they're actually asking you I think what they want to know was like and this is based on me specifically because like most of the time people want to make sense of why I'm a different color than they are yeah sometimes it's because they want to know where my accent is from so those are two things like so they can kind of make sense of me place me into a specific kind of trajectory maybe <laughs> yeah, yeah some way to interact with you that they can place you into something that they can further ask questions I would say but already questions that probably are also surface of just like simple chit chats is usually the case yeah yeah I feel though most of the time like the questions end once they know my national heritage you know like they once they know like the cultures because then they're like all oh, right so these cultures are within you and so you must like spicy food and you must like this and you must love this like I hate spicy food that's an assumption <laughs> that you're making based purely on 
what (laughs) (laughs) like honestly I like well-spiced food don't get me wrong I just can't have like hot spicy food and for some reason everybody's like oh but you love that have you and which country which country did they say that afterwards yeah like I'm like Indonesian Indian and so they're like oh right but you love spicy food right yeah it's becoming confusing with people that like yourself grew up in all of these technically different countries than what your parents origin is and so on and then you don't actually get to live around maybe enough spicy foods to like internalize the liking of it or something like that yeah so it becomes pretty funny if you don't uh uh, like it yourself of course you're a person an individual with your own choices and preferences and not a country representative yeah exactly because yeah. that's the thing like you kind of become like you kind of feel like I yeah like you you're in your own individuality gets negated so like you suddenly become a a avatar for all these different countries and all these different cultures whereas even the cultures and the countries aren't fixed like that like they all have like they all have so many layers and the histories and things shifting and changing and yeah I kind of feel like with like asking where somebody's from they're kind of trying to pinpoint them and I feel like personally like I would much rather hear you know like if I ask somebody and I want to get to know them better and I want to place them somewhere I'd rather ask them, like, what are your values? You know, like, what do you find important? What makes you smile? And what makes you frown? <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, and what kind of food do you like? <laughs> yeah, that's like, always a good one. Maybe um, that's a better question to get to know somebody rather than where are your parents from? Especially with this idea of, like, where do you come from? Like, I know people who you know who who are from a specific place and then like run their entire lives just to get away from it but then they will still always have to explain that yes they were born in that place even though they don't identify with it but then people will still think of them as that person from that place all the way across the globe like yeah I suppose it's because it's to simplify just an introductory chat and so on Uh, And you already answered another one of my questions I wanted to ask, what would you rather be asked? So you would rather be asked, what are your values? This might be too much for like the usual chit chat, but maybe just asking, what do you like to eat? is a much easier way of gauging that. Yeah. So what do you like to eat? I think I, yeah, like personally, I ask people like, what made you smile today? Like, I like asking that to people, like even people I don't know, like tell me something good that happened to you today. And then usually you'll get like an idea of what makes that person happy or like what irritates that person. And what you get they like focus on. I'm gonna definitely use that because I I still automatically use the where are you from uh, question because it's so ingrained. That's the yeah. first how are you? Where are you from? I just what, what work do you do? Yeah. Because oh, some people yeah, another like, one. Yeah, I hate being asked what work I do. I don't know what work I do. I, I don't don't think that tells anything about me. Like I, you know, I, I always like to ask, so rather than asking people what work they do, I like usually avoid asking that question. So I usually ask, like, yeah, something good that happened to you, like what made you smile today? And what do you like to do in your free time? <laughs> that, and also if you could go anywhere in the world right now, where would you want to be? That's also a nice question to ask sometimes. But yeah, definitely what made you smile? What food do you like? <laughs> yeah, those kind of, yeah, what food do you like is such a, 
I don't know, yeah. like in between, not too deep, not too yeah, exactly. surface level. Yeah. And so if you were to describe yourself to yourself, kind of in a retrospective way, how would you do it now? How would you describe yourself to yourself? That's a really good question. And I find it really difficult to answer it because I've I've been I've really been thinking about what is myself a lot lately. I've I've really been also trying to let go a lot of the idea of myself. I actually started like I journal a lot. So I journal like almost every day. And through that, I also learned that there is not just one me, like there's multiple voices or like personalities talking with each other like you have the fearful Faye and then you have the reasonable Faye and then you have like past Faye and future Faye and like they all kind of touch on each other every now and then but like there's never just one one me you know and like that's also like the idea of the individual like where do I end and where does the world begin yeah I want to ask this because I, I also recognize that our self is probably blended with our environment and stretches out. But I also noticed that I have a self. Like yeah. maybe I don't think I can meditate it away. And uh, and it's still hard to grasp, but I would love to know what you think you are. Like I describe myself to myself as extremely curious and loving. So that's like kind of my, yeah enthusiastic and curious and loving so I think that's kind of how I describe myself to myself and do you think that can stretch into infinity yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 I think I think that there's definitely like essences to people and and those essences are usually like the most beautiful part of them and that's like usually the thing that really, you know, when you strip everything away, that's the thing that remains. And that's kind of and those those essences are usually have a touch of the like, infinity about them. And also you can kind of go on about them because those things are really interesting yeah. uh, to explore. Once we recognize that, especially as kids, when we grow up not in one country, that we don't belong there. We yeah. belong everywhere and also to ourselves. Yeah. And then that's confusing because for me, I usually don't want to blend into everything. That's uh, yeah. So you find kind of borders of your own like country, let's say your own land. Do you with time found that you have to put up? They, mm. they don't have to last. But do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, I that's a good that's such a good question. Yeah, I think a lot of my boundaries because that's that's what we're talking about right like yeah. the borders and the boundaries of, of, of I was yourself. just using country language you know yeah like exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah the badlands of not such a good question so actually I think that one of the borders that I've been struggling with personally is like the biggest because like you always we always talk about vulnerability and about like putting walls up and one of the things that like we do like we protect ourselves by not showing ourselves completely like if you can't see all of me then you can't judge all of me so I'll keep some of myself private and you won't see it and I feel like that's something that it's not just like that you're keeping yourself private but you're also keeping the world out so like not just that you're not being seen and that parts of you are not being seen 
but also that you can't fully live in the world as yourself. Like I will share quite a lot, but then I still find that I still have loads of things that I could be more honest about. And like the more I actually find a way to implement that honesty and like to actually shed those layers, the better all my relationships have become. So yeah, I am anti-borders. But yeah, there's definitely something about boundaries like obviously like I think knowing when you can when a relationship is reciprocal I think that's kind of the like if you are going to be seen you want to be seen by somebody who can actually receive you as well yeah the best reciprocal kind of relationship in openness and honesty that was a yeah not sure again not sure if I've explained that properly like I feel like no you're doing great really thank you (laughs) I was just now thinking do you think the same kind of thinking can be applied to countries themselves yeah yeah I think definitely think that that the the kind of walls that we put up and especially like for me personally at the moment one of the things that's really difficult for me is Brexit because when I moved to England I never had to like I was I was too young to be paying taxes so I've never paid taxes there and now it's difficult for me to move back now even though I've spent like over 10 years there so and that's because of a border and that's I think that border is there for silly reasons like boundaries healthy boundaries will never be restrictive I feel we always think in boundaries in terms of restriction whereas I feel healthy boundaries have nothing to do with restriction and and lots of the boundaries that are in place right now in terms of nations are incredibly restrictive and they're to keep people out rather than to invite honest relationship with the people that might want to enter um yeah look at america <laughs> like yeah, yeah. australia no, <laughs> i've never tried to go that far to be honest that's too far i mean me. i i'm not even gonna bother because i've seen their like visa processes and it is mental <laughs> yeah all right. Can, so, I ask where you, can I ask where you're from? Yeah, of course. I was uh, born in Poland and then I grew up in Ireland. And so I'm almost half and half. I spent my childhood in one country and the other half. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> what I call my more conscious half was in Ireland. But of course, I don't really sound Irish, nor do I look Irish. So I get the same thing. They also ask me, but where are you really from? Yeah. <laughs> so I totally get that. And I'm like, okay, sorry, let me just put on more of an Irish accent for you. <laughs> you <know>? Yes. <laughs> like, let me perform my country. Let me dye my hair. <laughs> that kind like, of it's like a theatrical a theatrical performance. People sometimes yeah. expect you to put on and also with certain things they identify like drinking alcohol that you're supposed to like this type. Yeah. Yeah. So I totally get it and then I think this experience similar to itself has really brought me to reflect on my own identity how I can't hold on to many things at all actually and then what you're left with is what seems to be an essence and that's a really interesting thing to be exploring now in Mm. these times what what am I what is this yeah 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 Yeah. beautiful yeah yeah Yeah. and and it's definitely And I feel that's what's kind of because that was kind of what terrified me back in the day. I wanted to belong to a group. I wanted that desperately. Like I saw I I had like a couple of other friends growing up whose parents were one was Dutch and the other was Turkish or, you know, something like like they had like had a perfect split 
where they could have two things and that was what they belonged to. And I was so jealous. I remember that I was like, I want to be able to just like point at something and go, that's me. <laughs> something outside of myself, because you kind of, especially when you're growing up and you're young, I'm not, I don't have the authority to own myself. You don't feel you have any kind of authority and that just you is not enough. And now growing up, especially growing up, like struggling with this idea of identity and I, this idea of like, what the hell am I? And where, where, where do I fit in this world? And then kind of, you know, like reclaiming. Yeah, actually, your- do you actually find that, where do you find yourself to fit in this world? Do you mm. have a, not necessarily that you fit, but where, isn't there a certain like location, country or geographical that you're like, oh, this is home yeah so for me there's like the village that I grew up in in England so it's not just I don't really care about England that much I care about that village that village is where I feel the most at home and and I suppose that and also and this is something that I was talking about with my friends who also I have a couple of friends who also you know have traveled far from where they were born And we were talking about roots and she was like, yeah, both of us haven't really had a proper like chance to put roots down somewhere. And then I was like, well, you have air roots as well. There's plants that have roots that grow in the air. So, you know, it doesn't always have to be deeply rooted in one place. You can also root yourself to people. And I feel like there's people in my life that I feel deeply rooted with. Yeah. And I feel like that also helped me a lot in finding this sense of belonging while also traveling through all these different places. What about sense. the planet Earth? Like do you find yourself to be and to belong on this planet? <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of like asking, do you think that you should have brown hair? Because that's just is that that is the way it is, right? Yeah, like, no, we for are, sure. Yeah, it would be it would be like asking, what if you were born somebody else? Well, then, yeah, it would have been different. But I feel like yes, I was born on this planet. So yeah, that makes sense to me. That... Yeah, no, it is an obvious question. Just checking. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. just check. <laughs> yeah. Do Actually, you feel this you... Uh, star system somewhere? Uh... <laughs> There are people who are like genuinely convinced that they are like star star people. And it's it's interesting. I always find when, you know, it can't, I don't know. I feel like there's a kind of like a self-denial there. It's like, yeah, you're here, (laughs) but you're here. Then why, you know, I mean, yes, there is it. Like we all carry a cosmic sort of essence in us. And that's that kind of like the, the eternal, the timeless kind of like tiny little bit and I feel like yeah we all have a bit of stardust in us sure but you were born here you know you were born on this dirt rock floating in space with all of us oh, around it's like kind of own it exactly yeah. <laughs> you're born here also to make to, to to experience this place and and I feel like as well with like people who are not who don't belong in these clear-cut categories I feel like it is our job to love ourselves exactly how we are and to show people that categories are not clear-cut they never are there's always overlap there's always diffusion there's always like we we tend to think in like really clear terms and it's people like us you know we don't have a specific 
category that we fit into and that's a good reminder for people because otherwise we fall into these like really terribly narrow-minded ideas of the world and of people and we start thinking of people as categories and we start to think of people as stereotypes and assumptions and that's when really terrible things start to happen you know when we stop when we stop seeing people as human and as layered and as fluid and as multi-generational little blood bags walking around a little <laughs> bit of stardust in them you know <laughs> like <laughs> that yeah. people with a little bit of stardust that's a that's a good image right there thank you so much this was great yeah <laughs> was really um, good thank you. thank you so much thank you so much to Faye for coming onto the podcast and sharing her stories and insights with us in such an honest and joyous way i wish everyone a wonderful day until next time for more information links and show notes visit futurebased.org.